Alright guys, are y'all ready to talk about country music again? I'm going to try not to emotionally break down like the last uh, episode with talking about Chasing the Light. <laughs> I actually shared that song with my mom not too long ago, and she cried for sure, like bawled. And I'm like, yep, so I'm not the only one that gets hit by that that hard. But, I mean, most people can relate to losing somebody like that early in life, or late in life, or in the middle of your life. So, First of all, initial thing that I would want to say is... You hear that new fiddle? You hear that new violin in the intro, right? You, you, you hear that? I, I hope you've noticed that. It might have been the first thing that you noticed. It was probably something that you noticed last week. By last week, I mean the last recording. I had a person do a fiddle solo, and her Instagram button to be in the description. She's an amazing musician. Please check her out. She's also on Fiverr, and I will put any of the links for her her socials, her fiver. If you ever need anything done in regards to fiddle and you don't have anybody, it's amazing work for an amazing price and just an amazing person. You can just tell through the uh the characterization, through the, the text and the speech that we got through in between each other talking about how we wanted this to be developed and everything. With minimal details, she absolutely killed it. Didn't need a revision, didn't need anything. She did an amazing job, so I'm going to link everything for her. Go check her out, follow her, help support her. And, yeah, that's what we're here for. Not just to support necessarily artists, but musicians too. Because they have to make a living just like how the artists have to make a living. So, anyways, today's episode, right? We're going to try not to cry. It's gonna be hard because I'm still. I, I literally just got done with that recording three minutes ago. Got up, take a drink of water, and I'll come back. <laughs> so I could start bowling at any moment, but I'm gonna do my best. I wanted to talk today about a topic that I, it's been brought up to me, right? Cole, you talked about how you found Cody Jinks initially, right? And one thing that I will say is finding those artists was probably the hardest thing that I ever did in regards to like finding traditional country music because they're essentially – I don't know. They're essentially – the way that I view it is current country music is digging a ditch, right? And they're digging this ditch, and this ditch is for them. Like the, the essential ditch that they're digging, the hole, is like popularity, right? Which I mean – Really, you would think of it like more or less building stairs, but we're going to use the digging ditch for this analogy. And as they dig this ditch, they're throwing this dirt, right? And I guess you would view the shovel as like country radio. So the country radio is digging their notoriety, how they get along. And this dirt is thrown on these artists like Cody, like Ward, that essentially get shoved away. Man, this chair is extra squeaky today. And... uh Essentially thrown to the side. So how do you find these artists, right? So first of all, I will say that if you're listening to this podcast, I've helped you in regards to that. So I can't say that I have not helped in regards to the country music industry. I've done something for it at least. point of today's podcast is how to find those artists. It's not necessarily easy to find these artists, especially initially. But, like, for instance, I'm going to go ahead and just start. This is, I want you to write one name down, right? Cody Jinks. 
That is Cody. How you usually spell Cody? Jinx. J I N K S. Cody Jinx. Go to his Spotify page and listen to his music. I I will always say like go out listen to him. He's he he's the real deal, right? But the thing is, if you know one artist, you can go to the bottom of their Spotify page and you can find features that are on other albums. And you want to know how I found Mr. McWade, how he influenced my life by chasing the light? That's because he did a song with Cody called Don't Follow on that Unraveled album. And then I listened to him. I decided that I loved the way he sang. He sang from the soul. And therefore, here we are. Then you have Casper McWade. Then you look at Cody. He sings with Ward Davis. Ward Davis writes songs for him. Josh Morningstar writes songs for him. They don't necessarily just write songs. They co-write songs. But essentially, you get the point. And then you look at Josh Morningstar, and then you're like, okay, who does Josh Morningstar sing with? And then you find more people. Who does Ward Davis sing with? That is just one way that you can find artists that are out there trailblazing, right? They're out there trailblazing. Another thing, you can look online, and if you're following Cody Jinks, look at who he follows. Because majority of the time, he's going to be following people that he supports. Then you find people signed to his record label, people that are like the Steelwoods. Listen to stuff that they put out. Cody has a podcast. Listen to Cody's podcast. He talks to all the people that you could ever want to listen to. And then you're going to have a whole new essential albums on albums, this new playlist of people that are keeping country music alive. And that's just from one name. It's like that initial step, taking that first step. You take the first step, you're good to go. So one way that you can find them is just figure out who they play with and then listen to them. And not necessarily they may not be your cup of tea all the time. You know, it might be you listen to them and like, okay, they're good, but they're not my favorite. That's fine. But at least you're going through and learning new people and learning who they play with, who they write with, who they sing with, who they tour with. That's another way. If you see someone that's opening for somebody in general, most of the time, the people that open for the artists are people that they agree with are that, hey, or this is how music's supposed to be, right? Boom. Open. So you know them openers. And then you have more people, people that open for them. And sometimes it would be people that you would never even heard of unless, you know, you went to the concert. So that's another reason that I say that you should go to concerts is not just because of, hey, you need to support your artists and show them that, that you love their music by going to these concerts. No, you get to see openers if you go early enough. And I always say make sure you go the earliest possible so you can talk to people around you and stuff and talk about how the songs have influenced you, how you learned about them, and then you can learn from them people about other artists. Like, hey, I was listening to Sturgill Simpson, and then I come across Josh Morningstar somehow. Then you're like, who is Sturgill Simpson? And you're like, oh, Sturgill Simpson is da-da-da-da-da. You go to Sturgill Simpson's albums. You start listening to his 
music and you're like, man, this guy's absolutely amazing. I have to listen to him as well. And then you get to the problem of having too much music, right? No, there's never such thing as too much music. But that's another story for another day. But finding these artists is not that hard. They're there. They're out there doing their thing. They're on social media posting. They're grinding. They're they're learning. They're doing what they're having to do, right? And supporting them is not that hard, like I've previously said in, I think it was episode 5 or 6. I think it's 6, actually. 5 is talking about uh, Southern Rock. 6 is how you can support your artists. I would say another way that you can support the artists that you're listening to is listen to other artists that they play with. Because they play off each other. They give each other ideas. They don't necessarily write each other songs for them all the time. But they have a just – I don't know if you like consider like the Nashville circle. They have their own circle. You know, They're out there doing their thing, and they're not going to conform to anything, and that's perfectly fine, and that's what we like to see. One thing that I would say is finding those artists is important, and I can sit here and recommend artists to you all day. I can talk I can talk to my head is blue, my lungs are yellow, my eyes are coming out of my head, my ears are looking like elf ears. I can just sit here and preach all day. I can be preaching that three hour sermon and people are sitting there at the pew like, Yo, it's time to eat, man, it's time to eat, what are you doing? I can sit here and do that all day. But you have to take that initial step if you truly want to learn country music and want to know how to support this new style of traditional country music. Look online. Look at Spotify. Look at socials. Look at Facebook pages. Look at everything. And sometimes, honestly, one of the best ways that some of people that I've talked to, like I have a coworker that I told about Cody Jinks, and he started listening to Cody Jinks, and then he found Ward Davis. And it turns out, which is kind of a cool story, is his uh, like great grand, his great cousin or whatever. He plays bass for Ward Davis, which is amazing. And there's that connection. It turns out it's just kind of a small world. But one thing is, telling somebody this person's name, they can go and listen to this guy's one song or whatever, and then you know what Spotify does, you know what Apple Music does, you know whatever listening platform you listen to does. They recommend other artists like them, and don't even have to recommend them necessarily. They're going to play their music, and you're going to be listening to it. And then you can sit there and be like, yo, Ward Davis is amazing. Oh, he wrote I'm Not the Devil that Cody sings? That's amazing. I'm going to listen to Ward Davis's music. Boom. Sitting there listening through Ward Davis's music and like, yo, Josh Morningstar helped him write the song. And I also see that correlation with Cody. He helped Cody write a few songs. I'm going to listen to Josh Morningstar. Boom. Listen to Josh Morningstar. Then you just got, man, it's just a tunnel. And it's not necessarily that straight tunnel. It's a lot of curves and twists to it. You know, it's more like a road course race than NASCAR. There's so many different avenues, different turns. It's not that easy of a race. But if you keep up with it, you keep doing what you're wanting to do here. You keep grinding away. You learn more artists as they're grinding out there, showing them what the world is missing. What the world, 
wants to hear, what they need to hear is country music truly alive, right? And that is what we should be doing. And like I said, it may not necessarily be your big artist that you find. You might, for instance, go to like a, lo- a local joint, right? Say you go to, let's see, mom and pop shop down the road. There's a candy store. They're having a live music venue. They have this group here. You've never heard of them. You go. You absolutely love their music. You support them. You talk about them to your friends. They listen to them. And eventually, they're going to go somewhere. They may not make it to like the tippy top, but they're going to be somewhere. And like I said before, I feel like if you truly are evaluating an artist's true nature, A, they got to support themselves. Like, obviously, support themselves, their family. That should be their priority, number de uno. But right underneath that is to make music the way that they want to make music. Not conforming to anything in regards to that. I don't want them to write a song for other people necessarily. I want them to write the song for themselves. And then as they're writing the songs for themselves, people can relate to that song. And that is how you write music. Because I feel like the way that country music is pushed now in regards to Nashville is they're not writing songs about themselves and their struggles. They're writing songs about the good times. They're talking about them partying out there on the West Coast with all the babes and all the beer, all the booze. All they're having a good time by a fire. You know, they're doing whatever they're doing. None of that truthfulness. They're writing songs not for, not for the sake of, hey, this person's going to relate to this song. They're writing the song because of this song is going to sell. And the reason the song is going to sell is and formula of a squared plus b squared equals c squared they're following hey this song's going to sell because it's got this element this element and this element it's popular so therefore it will sell and that's how they write their songs i feel these days there's no truthfulness there's empty words in what they say bulk majority of it that is how music is written and wrote now and that's why I feel like I can't relate to that stuff anymore. Is I, I mean, there's no point to listening to it. Like, all right, I'm gonna take kind of one of the most ridiculous songs that I remember from growing up, "Dirt Road Anthem" by Jason Aldean. Right? I'm chilling on a dirt road. I got cold beer in the console. Ain't got nowhere to go. Like, what? Nothing in that song where I'm like, there's nothing country about this. The elements are not there. The instrumentals are obviously not there. But that heartbreak, that love, it's not there. The southern roots that we talked about earlier, going down a dirt road is not southern roots. Any Joe Smoke can drive down a dirt road in their Tesla, their Cadillac. That doesn't make them country. Drinking a beer does not make you country. Just because you're listening to George Jones does not make you country. Anybody can listen to George Jones. 
just because you name drop somebody like that does not mean your country. I think that's my greatest gripe with this is that people write songs because they can mention southern elements with upbeat instrumentals and name drop people and they can sell their songs massively, make massive amount of monies, monies, plurals of money, it's just kind of funny, monies, can make that great amount of currency, get all the fame, get on TV shows, get on CMT, I mean, I'll get on stuff like that, and then they sold one album, they've made millions of dollars, they can retire. But they just keep for what reason? I don't know. That That's their own philosophy, whatever they think. It might be greed. It might be they view what they're doing as fun or whatever. But your traditional artists, the ones that are trying to upkeep the right way of doing things, is out there grinding away, singing songs about themselves, songs about me and who I am that relate to, guess what, the common folk, the boys out there digging them ditches, out there doing that plumbing, out there cutting them trees, out there saving lives via fire department, you know, police officer, veterans. They're out there doing the hard work. They relate to those songs because they are actual songs about them. Meanwhile, you got country songs about people that are not them. They're out there doing just rinky-dink, do-little stuff that mean nothing. They're empty. The words are empty. And another thing is they don't necessarily... Write their songs for, like I said, the common folk. They write their songs for, A, the radio, B, to make money on albums, and C, that's it. True country artists, traditional country artists, neo-traditional country artists, folk artists write songs because, A, this is what they're feeling, B, this is how it's impacted their life, and C, this is what it truly means to be country, southern. To be you. And that's why we should support these artists by looking at who they are, who they write with, who they sing with, who they decide to be with. And the sad thing is there's so many artists right now that, for instance, I will take Cody, right? Cody has been around for a while. Initially, he was in a metal band, and the metal band didn't turn out really good in California. He came back, and he started writing country music and stuff. But his incline, his – I won't even say he's popular by any means. He's the most strongest independent country artist out there, independent artist in general, I would say. His rise, his claim to fame did not come in a year. It didn't come in two years. It come over multiple, multiple years by word of mouth, by social media, to where he is now. 
this revolution, right? He didn't get there by Nashville promoting him. He didn't get there because he was, you know, the the cutie patootie, you know, the the tight jean wearing, you know. He didn't conform to what Nashville wanted. He did it because, hey, this is me. And this is how I'm going to sing my songs. And anybody that doesn't agree with me, well, frick you. I'm going to do it my way. And I'll see you guys down the road. Is there anything more than just essentially encompassing the whole take your job and shove it, Johnny Paycheck, than that? Nashville being the job, he's saying, hey, take this and shove it. I'm going to go do things the way I want it. And the reason is boom, 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 boom. And here I am in your face. I'm here out here doing my thing. I've gotten here popular and I've done it the way that I Wanted to do it. And I've paid my own way. Now that. Is country music. So. I'm going to wrap this one up. Um, The last one was like around 47 minutes. Which was a while. This one would be about 26, 25. Depending on how much I have to edit my my constant ramblings. Might be down to 24. Um, But just. Like I said. Go out there. Support your artists. Be there for them. Learn new artists. And just listen to a lot of music. And then I would give the average person, alright, take ten songs of the country radio, write them down, and then listen to whatever songs. You could listen to a whole Cody album or whatever. Take take a, a album list worth what? Ten, twelve songs. Write them all down. And a straight line, 1 to 10, 1 to 10, and take a check mark and put it right beside everybody that you would say, hey, this guy is country. And I'm not saying like check mark on like the same people on one and one, right? So say you have Luke Bryan and Cody Jinx, and I mean that's like an easy slam dunk, grand slam, who you're going to choose. But I'm just saying either you're going to check mark Luke Bryan or you're going to check mark Cody Jinx. And the check mark is essentially saying, this is country music. This is what I view country music as. Sit there, go through that list. It should, shouldn't even be a ball game. It shouldn't even be freaking close. Alright, so I've had a few uh, suggestions on some miniseries to look at. Um, maybe analyzing people like the biographies of some of our favorite artists through time. And like doing somebody like Cody award is possible. But people like Casper McWade would be a little bit hard because there's not a lot out there. But like going deep and analyzing people like George Jones, Johnny Cash, people that paved the way. And then also having episodes based upon talking about different movements like Talk about the outlaw movement and how that started, how country music and like originated in general, where it came from. And also talking about different sounds like the Bakersfield sound, you know, talking about stuff like that and kind of talk about how we ended up where we are today. 
that'd be another interesting episode. I have so much stuff that I can be doing with this, but like I told you guys before, the initial purpose of this podcast, the initial goal is to support the people out there that are doing stuff the right way. So anything that I do on the podcast, I am doing it for that reason and that reason alone, which gives me a little transition, and after this, I will be done. So ow, I just hit my head over a bucket. I mean, what what else could you want in a country music fan hitting freaking kneecap against a metal bucket? <laughs> All right, so I have a few things going on in regards to the podcast. So I'm looking at... Potentially releasing merch, and I know, oh my god, he's releasing merch. So, and I'm not saying like, oh my god, he's releasing merch. No, I'm just saying like, oh really, you're one of those. So this is my goal with this, is A, releasing this merch, it's going to be merch categorized to supporting the country artists and everything, right? So it's going to be, it's not going to be just for the podcast, it's going to be like trying support it's kind of like support real country music kind of ordeal, like how that website centered. All the money that I'm going to use, all the money that I'm using for the design and everything is my money. I'm taking it out of my pocket. And I don't necessarily make millions of dollars. I don't make thousands of dollars. You know, I, I make decent money where I'm at. But I don't make an amazing amount. I'm taking my money... And I am investing it in this podcast because I want to get more out of it. And ways that I'm doing that is a this merch that I'm I'm going to become going to go to a professional get a professional shirt design. People can buy these shirts, and all the money that I'm getting from these shirts, a they are going to the podcast. They have a separate bank account and everything. A they're going to the podcast, and they will be used for. Okay, listen, guys. I I know my podcast doesn't have the necessarily best audio. I literally record it with my gaming headset, which is a good gaming headset, and my iPhone. That's what I've recorded on. So I would be looking at getting better equipment to make the podcast better. I'd be looking at different ways that I can improve it. So A, I'd be improving the podcast, and B, I would be going to more concerts, right? I'm going to more concerts to support those artists and buying stuff. And then C, I would be get doing, trying to do giveaways and stuff. I want to be trying out there and doing stuff for, again, the overall purpose of supporting traditional country music. So I don't expect anybody to buy anything, and I'm not saying, hey, please buy this. Please, 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 please. I, it's just going to be there to support country music, not me, the country music. And that's what I plan on doing. All right. One thing that I also did is I am having koozies produced. And these koozies are going to be given out for free in person to live events that I go to. And they are promotional for sure. They're a business expense. And I'm also getting stickers done. And most of my friends, if you guys want any, I'm going to try to work a way to get them to you. You might have to cover shipping if you live far, far away from here or whatever. But otherwise... If I see you in person, I'll give you a couple koozies. I'll give you a couple stickers. You give them out to whoever, and we cause the podcast to grow, therefore showing people what country music truly is. So, 
thank you guys so much for listening. I, I know that's kind of just a throw-in, but I kind of wanted to get that out there and let people know what's kind of going on in that front. And, yeah, it's already been 32 minutes, so I will see you guys later. Take care, and you know what to do. Keep that country music alive, baby.